deliverance, delivering power today in the name of Jesus. I, I decrease that you increase, and we thank you right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. The word says, all things may be lawful, but not expedient. Not always expedient. How many laws are being passed today that we, we know that don't even line up with scripture? Come on, somebody. How many laws are being passed today that are laws in the land, but not according to the law of the word of God? Proverbs, Proverbs 6. Proverbs 6 and 27. Matter of fact, we're going to read a little bit more. Because the Lord was showing me something in that. Like, Lord, why don't I just highlight that scripture? It's, it's more to that. All right, here we go. Together here in a minute. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, I know I said uh, verse 27, but we're going to go up a little further than that. In verse 23, it says, for the commandment is a lamp and a law and a light, law and the law and a light. This New King James Version, reproof of instruction or the way of life to keep you from the evil woman. So, of course, right away, we think this is, you know, strictly for men, but I'm, I'm going to help you guys out today. Reproof of instructions are the way of life, reproof and instruction. In other words, thank you so much. Everybody say new podium. It's coming. Amen. Amen. To keep you from the evil woman, from the flattering tongue of, of a seductress, do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let your, her allure you with her eyelids. For by means of a harlot, a man is reduced to a crust of bread. An adulteress will pray upon his precious life. Can a man, key verse, can a man scoot fire into his bosom, bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? And one of the things that the Lord was showing me in this passage of scripture is that this is not a man thing. This is a believer thing. Too many of us are being allured and drawn in by the, 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 the flattering of the tongue of the wayward woman. I know ladies are like, well, I don't like no woman. No, I want you to hear me in the realm of the spirit. The spirit that rules this world is the spirit of seduction. The spirit of seduction is the wayward woman. 
and it doesn't always have to be um, in compliance with a, a woman coming to a man. But the enemy uses the seductress to seduce our ear gaze, to, to, to put stuff in our head to think, but this is okay, this is all right, I can do this, uh, and, and, and she flatters you, you're going to look better if you, if you do this, you're going to feel better if you do this, uh, it's okay if you do this, and the whole time is, is keeping you in bondage. The, the, the whole point of this scripture is that the, the, the woman with the flattering tongue is, is, is working overtime to keep you in bondage. Oh, it's, this, sound, this plan sounds great, doesn't it? And then you could just do it just for a little while. And see, what we think is, what we believe is, we've given our lives to the Lord and, and we're, we're done with sin nature. We, we moved on from doing the things of the world. But see, what you don't understand is now that you said uh, yes to Jesus Christ, now he's going to work double time to get you off track uh, to, to make sure you don't receive the promise that he's already promised to you. Through the flattering lips of a seductress woman. Let me translate that for you. We're talking about the spirit of manipulation. However, I can manipulate you to do what I need you to do long enough for me to get where I need to go. That's all that matters to me. Because I don't care nothing about you. I care about my purpose and my plan. And that is the, 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 the voice of a seductress woman coming through anyone who tries to connect themselves to you and, and begin to drain you of your resources to get the resources that they want because they don't want to do what they need to do for their resources. And we find in today's society more than ever that there are people who will connect with us and stay attached to us to, to get where they need to go. In our bleeding hearts as believers, we want to be so nice and, and we want to be godly. And, and let me tell you something, we need to stop being doormats. God has not called us to be doormats, but he called us to be more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loves us. We have to understand and know that love, we talked about love some time ago, but love is not necessarily giving everybody everything that they want to be happy. One of the things I always challenge people with is the, 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 the happiness versus joy battle. Because so many people say to me, oh, do whatever you need to do to be happy. Do whatever you need to do be, to be happy. But happiness is only temporary. But I'll tell you what, joy is long term. When you begin to make decisions uh, and choices, uh, <laughs> when you begin to make decisions and choices that are tough, uh, see, uh, you produce joy uh, because then you understand later on down the line, uh, well, because I made the choice not to do that, uh, man, I feel so much better today because see, if you do what makes you happy right now, uh, the happiness will soon run out and it brings frustration. So the woman with the flattering tongue, all she wants to do is to make sure that you're happy. Everybody wants to be happy. Y'all remember the song, I'm so happy. You know, folks even decided to sing it in the church as a worship song. I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. Because God did not call us to be happy. 
Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. He said that the, the, the joy, we should understand that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I get joy when I think about what the Lord has done for me. I get joy down on the inside. So when the flattering tongue comes, when the flattering tongue comes and says, you know what? It's okay. It's okay if you, if you, if, if you, if you buy this large screen TV today. It's going to make you happy today. You can watch the NCAA tournament on the TV. It's clear. It's crisp. But today, you'll be happy today. You know, it only costs about $800. It has all the latest technology, all the latest features. But today, you'll be happy. But then a month later, when the bill collector says, I need to, I need, I need to collect on your 2018 CRV. I need to come put it on the tow truck or if you don't have the payment today, but, but you were happy with your screen TV. Because the, the seductress woman, the seductress woman said, it's okay. It's okay. You'll be happy with the TV. But then I, but then I don't have a way to work. Because now I got to give my 2014 to my wife to get to work. And, and, so, and, and the 2018 is sitting somewhere waiting for me to make a tape payment. Do I rather be happy or do I rather have joy? The seductress woman is always, always talking to us. How, how can I help someone today? How can I help somebody else today? And many times God is saying, help yourself. In a society, in a society, in a world where it's so acceptable to help everyone, you go to Kroger's, you can't even buy nothing without, you want to round up? You want to round up? Let's round up. They going to round up for me? Somebody going to round up for me? When I, when I need to get some gas in my gas tank and I don't have the, en enough money to get gas, somebody going to round that up for me? Everybody wants to look good. I'm, we're, we're, we're a Fortune 500 company, and we, we donate. We donate thousands and thousands of dollars, and we, we donate, we donate. To, but Jesus said, if I, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I do all these things but don't have love, if I do all these things and don't have love, if I do all these things and I don't have love, it means nothing. We're talking about the seductress woman. See, you're, we're constantly being seducted. We're constantly being uh, 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 fl uh, uh, flattered by everything that we hear. It looks so good to donate. It looks so good to give of our time and our resources. But, uh, but, but has God helped us to target those areas, those people, those relationships that really need us? Many times we find ourselves extending ourselves out further because, see, the seductress woman knows that we, we want to do stuff for other people. We want, to, we, want, we want to encourage others. We want to be there for everybody. We're we, we just, we, we just, we just those type of people. We just want to do that. And then we find ourselves stressed, overworked, tired, depressed. Pastor, can you pray for me? Can you, send, can you pray for me? Can you? 
Pastor, can you can you can you lend me a hand? I just because the seductress woman has allowed us, has gotten us into a place where we're overloaded. We've not been spending time in the word. We've not been praying. We've not been seeking his face. We've not been fasting. I'm, I'm raising my hand right now because I, I found myself there. Doing too much. Doing way too much. Because the world wants us to be happy. The world wants us to be happy. So I hope I explained it to you, the seductress woman, because, see, many times we read the word and say, well, it's just for the man. It's just for the man. We, you know, a man lusting after a woman, and we, we know all that. But what we don't understand is that the world is being taken over by a seducing spirit to seduce us into going outside of what God has for us. I read a scripture the other day that was quite interesting. And it was a scripture um, in uh, 2 Samuel where David had uh, committed a very bad sin. Many of you may know the story. If you don't, I'll, I'll tell it to you. You all right with that? And David had committed a very bad sin. He saw a woman. Now, this was a, this was a case of, of lust. He saw a woman. Now, this, think about David. David was king at this time. He had everything he could ever want. He had all of these things. And God gave him pretty much everything. But he, he was at home and he should have been at work. Because the Bible says at the time, this was springtime at the time when everybody should be out at battle, the king stayed back. He should have been at work. He, he, but he decided to take a, a call in, a sick day. And he just, you know, how many, how many of us had that day we off? We ain't, it ain't really no purpose for it. You just off. You just don't want to go to work. And he had this day off and he roaming around the palace and all of a sudden he sees this woman taking a shower. He's like, oh man. And lust immediately entered into his heart. He had someone go get the woman and he did what he shouldn't have done. And then he realized that, hey, I got to cover my tracks. Mm. How many of us been there? We allowed seduction to take us over. We got to cover our tracks. He had to cover his tracks. And I'm going to fast forward. The prophet of the Lord came to him because now, by now, he done killed the woman's husband and everything else. Um, and, yeah, this is a nice soap opera. Like, as the world turns, the days of our lives, you know. You should read the Bible sometimes. It's pretty interesting. And so he finds himself in this situation where he, you know, he just he thinks everything is all good and everything. And the prophet of the Lord, Pastor Tracy Thornton, comes along. In a in a in a in a vessel of Nathan. And Nathan tells him, because see, when you're when you're a true prophet of the Lord, you just know how to lay stuff out. And he laid this story out. And David got mad. And Nathan said, it's you. Oh. You know how it is. Somebody tell you a story. And it sounds good. It's all juicy. You getting all upset. And they said, it's you. It's you. The Lord all the time is pointing his finger at us and saying, it's you. It's not everybody else. It's you. When are we going to? Hear that voice and say, 
Yes, Lord, it's me. So the Lord speaks to David and he says, I have given you everything that you've ever wanted. And if you asked for it, I will give it to you. Oh, my God. I've given you everything that you've ever wanted. It sounds so familiar to me. It hit me in my spirit. How many of us in here that God has given us everything? See, a lot of times we feel like he hasn't given us everything we've ever needed or wanted. We feel like that. But everything we've ever needed and wanted, he's given it to us. And if we ask, Jesus said, if you ask in my name. See, David didn't have that option then. He, he, was just, he just had a direct pipeline to the Father. But now we have someone to mediate for us. Hey, if anything you ask in my name, if you knock, the door shall be open. I mean, uh, come on. D David is in a situation where anything he asked of the Lord, he would get. Because what? David was a worshiper. So many of us today are being seduced by the seductress woman and not even realizing that whatever God would like to do for us, he's waiting to do that. All we've got to do is be in position. We have to be in position, everybody. We have got to be in position. We have to be in waiting. We have to. We, we talked about uh, 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 winning the battle through worship. We have to be in position with worship. If we're not worshiping the Lord, it's, it's hard to receive the victory. The children of Israel receive instant victory because of worship. Because David was a worshiper in this situation, he was able to get repentance. Yes, he got punished. But you know what? He heard something from the Lord that helped him in the future. Anything that you wanted, I would have I given it to you. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, there's no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. When you find the weight of everything seeming to be so heavy upon you, understand that the temptation is, is not to break you. It's not to destroy you. It's not to kill you. The temptation is just something for you to go through, to build you, to make you better. And God is faithful. The scripture goes on to say, and God is faithful. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. So when a seductress woman is coming, all you got to do is say, God is faithful. When, you, when you're facing something and you're not quite sure, because see, what's, what's, what's happening is a lot of times we're, we're having a hard time. Sometimes we run into stuff and we're having a hard time differentiating, okay, should I do this or should I not? Should I do this or should I not? Should I do this? And we need to be able to say, God, you're faithful, and I know that you're going to help me make the right decision and choice on what to do here. No, temp no temptation. What is common to man? The seducing spirit. What is common to man? 
our biggest temptation is looking like we got it together. Yes, our biggest temptation is looking like we got it together. Come to church Sunday after Sunday. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. Yes, I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I'm above, not beneath. I'm, I'm, I'm well put together. You know, my, my head is on straight. But God is saying, stop lying. Tell the truth. I, you know what? I, and, and that's we had to exercise this morning, tell somebody something good about what happened this week. Yeah. And that, that, I think that's a good thing. But at the same time, we need to have some connection and some fellowship where we say, hey, um, you know, I'm just calling you and let you know I just, I, I just need a word of prayer. You know, I like that prayer app. I like the prayer app that we're using. You know, that I think that's I think that's helpful. But it's nothing like personal contact. Hey brother, can you pray for me? I, you know, I I'm not at liberty to tell you what it is, but just pray for me. Sometimes you just just knowing that somebody's praying for you will help you get through it. Comparing ourselves to others is another one. I, I don't have what they have. I'm not as anointed as they are. The devil is a liar. Quit talking yourself out of who God created you to be. Making sure we don't let nobody outdo us, you know, to keep up with the Joneses mentality. That gets us in trouble as well. Because, see, the, the seducive spirit, that's, I can't let them outdo me. I can't let them have more than me. And, and then you find yourself overloaded and, and your house is full of stuff. And, and the next thing you know, you're on the hoarder show. They're trying to come in and clean everything out your house because you didn't keep everything because you're trying to keep up with everybody else. Striving for more than what God has promised. Striving for more than what God has promised. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. And so with that being said, the seducing spirit looks for these three things. They look for, the seducing spirit looks for insecurity, insignificance, and the biggest thing is us not having enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. You'd be surprised what you can do when you begin to get squeezed. I'm in a position right now where I got, I got to save for retirement. So that means there's some things I, I can't do that I used to do. Uh, there's some things I got put to put aside, you know, um, and it's not easy. I'm being squeezed because I know I have a a time limit, and my income is going to change. I want to be able to live like Pastor Rice and his wife. Comfortable, relaxed. You know, I, I you know, uh, and so there's some things that a lot of times God began to put a squeeze on us. And we think we, we don't have enough, but God has already given us more than enough. Sometimes we just got to cut some corners, cut some things out that we don't need. And I thank God that he supplies. He allows, allows us, to, Pastor Tracy and I, to do what we need to do. And you know what the, the biggest place is? 
we continue to give what we know we're supposed to give. And I'm encouraging you today, don't be weary in well-doing. Don't allow the, sedu the seducing spirit to, to work on your insecurities, to work on your, your you're not, you, it's, it's time for us to get so much of the word in us that when these things come at us, we can, we can combat it with the word. I am, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am blessed and highly favored. God is faithful to me. We have to be willing to come back with, with the word of God, combat it with the word of God. Understand there's life and death in the power of the, of the tongue and understand that our tongue can control this whole body. I just want to encourage you today. It's time to say no. Can I be honest with you guys? I didn't even have a title for this message. When the prophetic came, I said, okay, God, it's time to say no. As we stand to our feet, what things, think of some things that you need to say no to. I challenge you to make a list of things, people, events, 